1: It was an emotional night in Buenos Aires, Argentina tonight as tennis legend Juan Martín Del Potro called it a career as he goes out in a defeat to his countryman Federico Del Bonas after the match announcing it was his last match. Del says goodbye, hangs his famous headband on the net and calls it a career. We'll talk about Del and much more coming up on this edition of TC Live. And welcome into our studio, everybody. Rob Simulcare here with Paul Anacone and Prakash Amritraj. And guys, uh, a, a night I think none of us will forget anytime soon. A very emotional night as Delpo says goodbye.
2: It, it certainly was. And Paul, Rob, when I look back on his career, I think about a lot of the players that left it all out there. And, you know, and maybe they didn't get that Wimbledon title. Maybe they didn't get that Grand Slam. But they were able to leave it all out there. Juan Martín, on the other hand, there was so much more he had left to give. And I think that's, that's what's going to be in all of our minds. Because, look, he won as much as you could possibly win, playing, what, 30% of the career that he should have played. And that last moment there, putting the headband there, so symbolic, he's
3: basically saying... I've given you everything. I've g- Game, I've given you my everything. Yeah, and this is it right here at the end of the match. All the emotions coming to the surface after everything he's been through over all these years. And Prakash, you said it so well. I mean, you, you just want the players to be able to celebrate that they exhausted all their resources, seeing how good they could be. And for all of us uh, tennis fans that love this game so much, we wanted to see a lot more of that man. I mean, first, first of all, he's a great player. Mm-hmm. Second of all, he does it with humility and class and so much grace. And to be robbed of the ability to just try to do that so often, all the surgeries, all the times he was having to rehab, it just became too much. He just said, look, the other day I was just reading, he said, I just don't want to be in this much pain anymore. Certainly can understand that.
1: And coming into this matchup tonight, he hadn't played in two and a half years. Summer of 2019 was the last time we saw Delpo in action against his countryman here, Federico Delbonis. And it was a tough task for Delbonis trying to put a legend out in this match. And, of course, the crowd packed in Buenos Aires was all about cheering
3: for their local legend. No, they sure were. They were so happy just to see him on the court again. Delpo broke served the first game, but that was about it. He got a smile out of that point but just struggled you could see that there's a lot of rust in the game didn't have the same kind of movement pep in his step wasn't able to keep the ball out of trouble and use that big forehand the way he wanted to look this is a guy that was just trying to come back and he wasn't quite ready to play at the level he wanted to and that first set showed it I really liked what we saw in the second set started playing a little bit better tennis this one right here gets him in trouble drop shot. But then the lob over Del Bonas' head gets the error. The fans are starting to get pumped up. They thought maybe a little Juan Martin miracle at hand, but it wasn't to be. But he definitely played better in the second set. You could see with the mobility, very vulnerable to the drop shot. The ball short in the court. And here's where all the emotion just kind of sank in. His final service game, and
1: they had to stop the match for a while as he was overcome with emotion. The crowd
2: singing Olay chanting Delpo it was quite a scene Oh, you think back to the caliber of ball striking that he was capable of do we think that uh, Djokovic Nadal Fed all sitting at those same numbers if he was a little healthier
3: I don't this man would have stole a few of those for sure well he stole one
1: the 2009 US Open but there he is saying goodbye a warm embrace from his countryman Del Bonus, and after the match He confirmed that he is done, and there you see an incredible resume from one of the most popular players in the game over the last couple of decades. Got to number three in the world, of course, had some real success at the Olympics as well as that 09 U.S. Open, but it was the surgeries, the wrist, the knee that really kept him from achieving his maximum.
3: And just remember, uh, sorry, Prakash, just remember, he got the three in the world 2018. That was after a ton of his surgeries already. Yeah. And, and, you know, th- there was so much in the tank that this man wasn't able to use. And, and to me, you know, you always want to celebrate a player. You want to celebrate. You want them to go into the sunset with so much joy and happy, happiness and sense of accomplishment. And, look, he is a lovely human being. He's going to have a great life. I just feel badly for him that he wasn't able to do what all the athletes want to do, which is leave on their terms.
2: You talk about that 2018 winning Indian Wells finals at the U.S. Open at that stage in his career, remarkable in its own right. But that number that sticks out is eight, is those eight surgeries. And, and I just hope he has sensational good help moving forward that allows him to do all the things he wants to do, run around with his kids, go be able to still be active. He's always going to be an athlete for the rest of his life. So... As we look to this next phase, it it really hope it's all sunshine and rainbows for our guy.
1: All right. Well, 33 years old, Delpo says goodbye. We, of course, wish him all the best from everyone here at Tennis Channel. A lot of tennis going on around the world. Heading over to Europe now, Rotterdam. And this was last year. Andre Rublev held up the trophy. This was one of a run of 500-level tournaments that Rublev won last year. Back in action here, trying to defend that championship, taking on Henry Laksinit.
2: Well, last year we were calling him Mr. 500 because he was just piling up those titles. And look, this is a court that is just completely perfect for Andre Rublev. Is able to ball strike at his own timing, doing such damage with that forehand. Forehand looked very clean today, especially uh, coming right off of that first serve. You can see right there, When he's in that position in three quarter court he can go in about four different spots and with a tremendous amount of pace and he takes early. There's not a whole lot he can't do and when he's firing on all cylinders you're just trying to hang in the mat. The ball there from Laxman doing his best but pretty routine four and four defending champ should feel pretty good.
1: So Rublev rolls as he tries to defend his crown in Rotterdam meanwhile. Denis Shapovalov had himself a good trip to Australia, trying to keep the momentum going against Yuri Lechekka of the Czech Republic.
2: Well, Shapo has got a new coach in Jamie Delgado, and I actually think that's a great pairing. going to take a little while to get used to each other. He did look good in Australia, but struggled today. The qualifier, Lechekka, coming in, ranked 137 in the world, only 20 years old. took out Mutet in Qualies 2, who's a good player indoors. Took that first set 6-4 and continued pounding away. Mixed up the aggression coming in on both the forehand and the backhand side. And he didn't wilt When he had a chance to serve it out, manages to do it to love. Very impressive stuff from the youngster.
0: So
1: upset win there. Shapovalov, so strong in Australia, but he has a short trip to Rotterdam. Meanwhile, pass here looking to he's the number one seed in Rotterdam taking on ADF.
3: All right boys what do we got here. How about Stefanos up a set and a break in 40 30. We think it's over. Not quite so uh, easily says Davidovich Fokina. This guy is a terrific baseliner hits the ball flat and through the court. Gets that break of serve, back on serve here at 4-3. Energy, momentum, and good ball striking in his corner. And it was going to take a lot for Pass to start getting things fired up again. Down 3-0 in the tie break. And he was struggling. There goes the serve, a double fault, lost his rhythm, lost his focus. 6 1 down in the tie break. And we got a third set, gang. We got some tennis coming our way. And there's the new coach, Thomas Enquist, in the corner. So good to see him back on tour. Little visit from the trainer looking at that great quads, got to do a few more days in the leg uh, workouts with Prakat to make sure that white quad gets a little bit stronger, than you think, P.A.? Absolutely. Got to build up the right quad a little bit, you're going to be pushing off that much. This guy's got so much muscle up top, you got to build the base. you got to send him the rules, get him going. (laughs) Anyway, hung in there, did a good job in the third set, got that crucial break and served it out at 5-4. He's getting so good at winning matches when he's playing average. That's what's impressing me.
1: And so Sitsipas, with the maybe new coach on the side, gets the win. Meanwhile, interesting upset there. The local Greek Sport from the Netherlands winning in three sets over Aslan Karasev. Big win for him.
2: Big win. Karasev. one of the guys who put up so many wins last year. Sort of that second year, uh, Paul, we see that sometimes after a tremendous first year. It's not always easy
3: when yeah, you come he, back year. to the next He was up 6-5-2, today. And uh, never over till it's over, gang. But... Uh, Interesting times for our buddy uh, Stephanos, huh? I didn't see Papa in the the box there. What do you think, Prakash?
2: Maybe the second piece of historic news today after Delpo retiring. I I certainly can't remember the last time Apostolos wasn't in the box (laughs) there. But Thomas looked good. Bankvis looked good in the box. I think it's off to a good start.
1: So what do we make of this? Do we think this is just a guest
3: appearance, or is this potentially a recurring role? I think it's going to be a recurring role. Look, I think Apostolos is always going to be the main man in, in the corner. I think their relationship, obviously. Obviously, the paternal thing is the paternal thing. But he has counted on him for the tennis his whole life. I think it's really smart to have Enquist there. He is soft-spoken, but he's very smart. We've seen him at Labor Cup. He likes to contribute. He likes to talk to the guys in his own way, very calm way. And he's done it uh, at, at a very, very high level. So I think it's smart to have him
2: around. Paul, you mentioned it at the high level. Look, he comes from a different generation, but he's been at the top there, and I think that makes a huge difference, especially for a guy like titzipas who's there in that rarefied air. You want to hear it from someone who's been there. It sort of carries a little bit more weight, and I, I, I'm, I am very hopeful about this relationship.
1: All right, well, we're just getting started here on TC Live. A lot more still to come, including more highlights coming up from Dallas and St. Petersburg, Russia. A preview of Andy Murray back in action tomorrow. And the future of a famous Rotterdam landmark. All that coming up next on TC Live. Plus, it's Black History Month. We'll take another look at a great set of black players and historians. The Tennis Hall of Fame will look at it when we come back on TC Live.
4: African-American history is American history. Throughout Black History Month, Tennis Channel is proud to present stories of the game's black men and women who have served as trailblazers, trendsetters, and pioneers. That proud history includes those who broke new ground in a sport not always accessible to African-Americans. To educate the public and shine a spotlight on black tennis legends, in 2007, Dale G. Caldwell founded the Black Tennis Hall of Fame. In its inaugural induction ceremony, the Hall immortalized iconic players, Althea Gibson, Arthur Ashe, Lucy Diggs-Slow, and Tally Holmes, as well as contributor Reverend W.W. Walker, whose crucial early support of black tennis included the creation of the first interstate black tournament in 1898. The 2021 Hall of Fame induction welcomed Jimmy Horace Horn, Tina Krawoski, Alvin Pendleton, Dr. Elizabeth Okongo Odera, Frank Adams, Leonard Johnson, Dr. James B. Ewers Jr., and Malibu Washington's father and former coach William Abraham Washington. The Black Tennis Hall of Fame continues to preserve the history and illuminate the stories of those who, for so long, have gone unknown. These men and women are continuing a proud tradition, embodying the best of the game while paving a path for future generations.
1: Alright, thank you Nick Monroe And there's a look at the Black Tennis Hall of Fame Founded in 2007 First class inaugurated in 2008 And we've got a colleague of ours Chanda Rubin She was inducted in 2019 Something to definitely get a look at When you get a chance Coming up on TC Live A rare accomplishment by Petra Kavitova In St. Petersburg, Russia We'll show you what she did when we come back after this To St. Petersburg, Russia we go. And Petra Kvitova had her serve going against Yuli Niemeyer.
3: Well, how about this? How about that one up the tee? There's one at 5-2. Let's see, should I close this set out well? Yeah. How about a second one up the tee there? Feeling pretty comfortable. Let's go out wide just for variety. That's number three. And we're at 40 level. Where should I go here? Okay, I'll go tee again. That is how you close out a set. Easy when you can serve like that, Just, right, Prakash? Yeah, that's, that's a Paul Anaconda sermon right hit there. Hit your targets and get this nonsense over with. <laughs> she kept it rolling. Power baseline tennis. When Kvitova plays well and she's hitting the ball that cleanly, this is what the score line looks like. It is wonderful to see her playing this level of tennis. Comprehensive two and one win. One way traffic all the way through for Kvitova as she advances.
1: Maria Sakari, the
2: number one seed here against Anna Podopova. Warrior, the Spartan, as she likes to call herself. Struggled here in the first set a little bit. Potapogba playing some great tennis. Up 4-1 in the first, but then it was a steamroll action for a little while. So after fighting back, good aggressive tennis. I love the fact that she's feeling more and more comfortable at the net. Good all-court player. wheeling off five games in a row here from 4-1 down. Takes out the first set, 6-4, and continues early in the second. Off to a break early here. Clips it, gets the first game with a big forehand ends up holding for two love but ended up surrendering the break a little back and forth there in the second set but grabs a break at four all and able to squeeze things up four and four tight but through for zachary a look at the other
1: scores from st petersburg and andrea Petkovic coming up with a win
3: Paul. Yeah, it's so great to see Petkovic playing some good tennis, taking a, a solid six and two victory. Ostapenko always dangerous with lots of winners. One and four. Sasanovic in the tough three setter. And how about Bernardo Pera going down six and four? Where are we going now? All right, we'll go to Dallas, All Paul. Right. We're gonna check in on
1: the American Jack Sock in action
3: here. He got a wild card taking on Oscar Otta. Yeah, we're wondering of how Jack's level is going to be. Are we going to see the old Jack Sock who got into the top ten of the world? He's been trying to rebuild for a while. It's a dangerous opponent, but he got off to a good start. Got that early break in the first set, and when he has that time on the forehand and has a break of serve, just say goodnight. He winds up, hits heavy balls, keeps you on the back foot, and again, early in the second set, gets the lead. Gets a little stick volley here at 3-2 to make 13, it 30-love. Feeling comfortable, having a good time on the court. It's terrific to see Jack Sock healthy and uh, fun to watch at forehand.
2: Good for the game, Paul. Uh, oh, one of the more exciting players to watch out there. Really hope he has a great next few weeks. All hard courts coming up. Lots of opportunity.
1: Here's a guy who's getting exciting to watch. Maxine Cressy now playing at a career-high ranking of 59
2: after a great run through Australia. To Maxim Cressy. It looked a bit like Paul Anacone on that first point there. A little Love that card. Abundant charge there. Right next to the service line. Listen, Cressy is doing what he is doing here, but he struggled. Listen, indoors is perfect for him. Able to take the elements out, use that serve and volley game, attack the net nicely. Loses for a set in a break, it comes back, fights well, pushes it into a third. But the 22 year old qualifier, ranked 153 in the world, Just a little bit too strong. A little hangover, you think, from Australia maybe for
3: Cressy or no?
2: Listen, he's still feeling himself. This Mm -hmm. was his first big result in a slam, so he's getting used to it. A little bit of different air over there. But, uh, listen, I I think he'll adjust, come back quick. Again, he's a player who plays well on the hard court, so big, big swing coming up for him. Look
1: at the scoreboard. A lot of Americans there. Marcos Giron, a straight set win over fellow American
3: tennis Sandgren. What do you think of the uh, Dennis Kudlam going down to Steve? A little surprised. I thought Kudlam might be able to take one out there. And uh, we saw the SMU guy go down to Pospisil. Just not quite at that level yet, guys. And uh, also Mitchell Kruger, I thought, played a good match. Nishioka just too solid, though. Gives you no easy points, Nishioka.
2: No, and, and for Chakravarti, a really good experience for him. I mean, to be able to come out there and play against some of the world's best, that's how you get better. It's not what you see every day in the college matches but uh, lovely to see all the Americans in there, especially Jerome, getting that win.
1: All right, let's check in on some social net, shall we? Let's see what's going on out there in Internet land. And we start with a hot player on the ATF. This is impressive.
2: That's right. Yeah. It's a Trojan, so I've got to give this to you three in a row. Three in a row. Listen, uh, my man B had some, had some trouble with his right wrist. And he's been able to come back, and what he's needed is matches. So to be able to come out there, put three in a row
3: up there, big things coming, Paul. What you yep. think? Yep, coming off coming off the wrist surgery and hanging in there, doing the hard work, listening to mom. When you got Tracy Austin in your corner, you better I mean, listen. You better listen. You gotta listen to Tracy. <laughs> you listen to Tracy, you're gonna do well. It's just not a it's not a matter of if. It's just a matter of when, Brandon. So you keep hanging in there. Great job, three in a row. All right, of course, we've got tennis in Rotterdam in the Netherlands this week, and we show you
1: pictures from around the city all the time, the bridges. This is an interesting one. One of the most famous bridges in Rotterdam, an historic bridge, the Koenigshaven Bridge. They're going to have to take this thing down, at least in part, so that Jeff Bezos can get his new mega yacht through. He's having this yacht built a little bit upstream, and so he's paying for it. But, uh, you know, I, I know Paul, this is a problem you had, and he's Hampton a few years ago with
3: your Maggie yacht. So what's your advice for Bezos here? Well, I'll I tell you, you got to be really careful. I scaled down to make sure I could fit into the certain areas. in all seriousness, Prakash had this issue at Van Nuys Airport because when he started flying his 737 private jet, the runway wasn't big enough. He had to get a bigger hangar. So Bezos, you ought to have a little call with Prakash. He'll help you straighten things down, everything will be good. <laughs> my, my only thing is, look,
2: there, there are different definitions for certain things. You got a low-key flex. You got the Flex Friday, which you know is, is what I'm all about. What <laughs> on earth can you possibly call this thing? I, I mean, Maxi this, Flex. Maxi Flex. That sounds like a different kind of product, which I'm sure you can get on Amazon, <laughs> by the way. <laughs> but, but I don't know. Listen, either way, he, he's, he's impressing a lot of people with this. Thing. All right, let's move on, shall we, oh, and talk about it. what we've well, we got
1: it. coming up. Yeah tomorrow in Rotterdam not too far from that bridge things will start off at 5 a.m. Eastern in both Rotterdam and St. Petersburg and then we'll head to Buenos Aires for action on the red clay then to Dallas and of course Tennis Channel Live will wrap things up at about midnight back with more TC Live in a minute. Tennis Channel is once again the exclusive home for complete first ball through finals live coverage of the BNP Paribas Open in Indian Wells. Our coverage begins at 1 o'clock Eastern Time each day with TC Live, and it all kicks off on Wednesday, March 9th. To the hot shot of the day,
2: and we go back over to Europe. Andre Rublev using some spin. Well, Andre Rublev in the far court there. We've seen those blasting away, those forehands, but here, Paul... Ooh. God guy pulls out
3: the, the, the sand oh. wedge there with a little 60-degree. That's your in. little 60-degree punch in. shot. You see Prakash on I mean, the little approach shot coming up to the green. Just spinning it back. Baby. I, I,
2: tell, I tell you what my favorite part is. Francis Tiafo put this up on Instagram and said, Andre, you don't have that shot. <laughs> <laughs> he had it today. He had it. All right, coming up
1: tomorrow, again, starting at 5 a.m. Eastern on center court. Maria Sakkari gets things started. And then we run through, including a couple of good matches at the end in Dallas. John Isner back in action. And then a big matchup of Americans, Taylor Fritz and Jack Sock.
3: I can't wait to see that one. Prakash, what about though Bublik and Murray? The little rhythm breaker for Andy playing a guy with all kinds of craziness on the other side.
2: He is, but I will say Mr. Bublik, who is one of the most entertaining interviews you'll ever <laughs> yeah, see. You please. guys have been great this <laughs> year. Please, please, please check you it it out. You guys have your own TV show. Uh, 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 <laughs> Bubbles <laughs> and cats. <There> you <laughs> <laughs> so, so, something like that. But I will say he has stabilized a bit. Took out Zverev in that final just now, picking up that title. And you can't come through a whole ATP title at that level without, you know, getting it together on those big points, cutting down the errors a bit. So he's showing signs of promise. But listen, I'm a giant, giant Sir Andy Murray fan. I just want him to continue to stay healthy. He's back in the top 100 now. Maybe pick up a little momentum as he gets closer to Wimbledon.
3: Yeah, we're going to see exactly how consistent Bublik is when he plays Murray. Murray's going to make him hit extra balls. It's going to be really tough on his second serve, and uh, we'll see if he can break the rhythm of Murray. It's going to be a tough test. He'll have a lot more confidence because of the win, but maybe a little bit of a letdown against Andy after the victory. We'll All see. right, guys. Well, of course, the story of the day in tennis was the
1: retirement of Juan Martín Del Potro. Final thoughts on Del Potro.
2: Well, look, I always talk about my favorite memory when he when he beat Novak Djokovic at the Olympics, Uh, beat him twice, actually, but the one in South America. And, And he just he just looks up at the sky, puts a sign of the cross and just gives a giant, giant thank you to to the upstairs. And for me, that's that's one of the moments I'll never forget, because it's all those special moments that Delpo did have. He was very grateful for them and he knows how special it was and. some reason that'll be imprinted
3: in me. Yeah, one of the most humble guys out there, and we we see a lot of great tennis players. We see very few that transcend the sport, and we see even less that have the humility and grace that he does. So he's going to be sorely missed. Let's just hope the rest uh, of the next chapters in his life are healthy and happy. He deserves it, but I can tell you as a tennis fan... It's going to be sad not to see him out there.
1: All right. Well, certainly a night folks will remember. That's it for TC Live. More tennis coming up, including live action again tomorrow morning. But here it is, Juan Martin Del Potro saying goodbye to a great career. We wish him the best. Have a great tennis night. We'll see you next time.